are we gonna party tonight or what? Yeah, we are gonna party. Well, where? Where are we gonna party? I don't know, somewhere. Hey, we could go to the park. Oh, no, we can't. The cops said they'd shoot us if we go back in the park. Yeah, and I ain't in no mood to die tonight. <laughs> I like death. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Welcome in Goulin Globlin Theater. Uh, we're going to have a good Goulin time. We're in extra innings on this beautiful Saturday. We've got plenty to do. Oh. 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 This is not a good start. We're just upping already. <laughs> we just got back from a delightful trip. Our friends, you know, they've been having a hard time with the COVID. So Merman Productions pulled some strings. And we got this whole mall of a Cineplex. Rent, we rented out the whole thing. Right. There was only one person to work it. And, of course, we got the um, the man from another world from Twin Peaks because I love him. You know, the eight-foot guy with uh, who's yeah. always wearing the butler outfit? Yeah. Yeah, we got him. He served us popcorn and uh, turkey legs. Uh, turkey legs sounded like a good idea. Very Renaissance fair of you. Yeah, it was very Renaissance. I mean, you were there, too. You were enjoying those turkey legs. Well, how can you not enjoy turkey leg? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we it were. It like a zombie eating brains. We went to the theater for the first time in maybe a year or two. A year for me. That's, yeah. Last movie I saw. I was your comic book. Joker was the last movie I saw in the theater. You saw that in the theater? Okay. Yeah. I seriously. What's wrong with that? Because I that thought, spoke to me. I thought it would turn you into a serial killer. I didn't watch. <laughs> I told you not to see it for that very reason. You hit well, the criteria. It, it, it didn't speak to me that much. Yeah. I guess I've outgrown that that That's era good. of my life, that phase of my life. That's good. Well, you saw I don't his, dress like a you saw his shoulder-length hair. You're like, fuck <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Not into it. Yeah, we were just talking about men should cut their hair after 30. <laughs> cut your hair. Unless you're a wrestler. Or a heavy metal guy. Yes. Oh. You have to be in a successful heavy metal band. If you're in a, you're in a shitty-ass fucking bar band, cut your hair. Yep. Well, you'll appreciate that everybody in that movie was under the age of 30. Nobody had long hair. But still had short hair. One, two Black characters. guy had long, long hair. Yeah. Huh? Oh, we're talking, about, we're, talking about the, we're talking about this movie? Or oh, talking I was about the talking movie? about New Mutants. I don't care about New Mutants. Yeah. We're done. We saw New Mutants. It was a movie. And Yes, uh, we have our, our friend Pigeon, who we've had on our, for our Delta Force episodes. Yes. That's all, right? I believe so. Huge X-Men fan. Psychotic, you want, you want to almost say. 
and he had to see this movie. And we said, we'll pull some strings. We, we've got insiders in Hollywood. No one's seen this movie in a theater. It's true. And I called up. I, I called. If Stanley was alive, I'd call him. Yeah. But until then, I got the next best thing, whoever that guy is. And I said, we need to I see this I like that movie. we're so high up. We don't even remember these names. Who are don't you? don't have to. You're as powerful as us. You don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we pulled those strings. We got the movie. We got it all there on the screen. You know what? The best part the, that I think everyone should be thanking us for, like I don't need to be thanked for getting us in there and everything. I need to be thanked for the fact that we did not roll any trailers. We didn't sit there and wait for 35 minutes for 45 yeah, trailers. but we did have a half-hour commercials. That we was did the have weird commercials. Thing. That was weird. That was awful. Yeah. Newbie? I think that was a newbie. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Let's get into something that's fun to talk I'm about. I'm you cut your hair, by the way. I did cut my hair. It was time. Is that why you're tired? Because you're like Samson. You're feeling weak. Your I, that hair. might be it. That might be it. Um, well, then I'll carry the, the episode. It's it's not. It was the, My hair does not grow in any good shape. So uh, yeah, I agree. It's awful. Yeah, it was. are uh, awful. The, looking at that in the mirror, I, I shouldn't have installed the light in my bathroom. I might still have the longer hair if I did. But, oh, looking at that every day. It was awful, people. You, How long did you go? Ten months? Since I got a haircut? Yeah. It was probably a year. Yikes. I think it was around this time last year that I got my last haircut. So it was it was longer than it's ever been. Murray, this movie. It's much like this episode, longer than it's ever been. What if, uh, one of your favorites of the zombie yeah, genre. Yeah, probably my favorite. And uh, I got to say... Uh, I got into it with a guy on Twitter. Not oh. into it. He's a friend of the show. I don't know how long. I, he listens occasionally. I don't know if he listens every episode. Jack, I'm talking to you. He claimed that zombies suck. Okay. That he just he doesn't get it. And I get it because never mind pandemic fatigue. We're in a zombie fatigue right now. There's Walking Dead has 20 shows. I'd say we're already like yeah, um, we, we're already in the valley of right. that. I already shit. threw my mask off for zombies. I was yeah. Like, no. But then I said, you've never heard us talk about zombie movies. And we're going to talk about one of the greatest zombie movies. It has, and it has a connection to the original of all time zombie movies, Night of the Living Dead. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what it is. John Russo, who wrote the screenplay for Night of the Living Dead with George Romero. Okay. Sometime in the 70s, they had an agreement that John Russo will make movies and use the term living dead, and George Romero will just use dead. That's why it's Dawn of the Dead and not Dawn of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. So John Russo, he wrote a lot of like shitty novelizations of movies, novels, movies, or just novels. Novelizations. <laughs> novels. And uh, I think he wrote, he didn't write a novel, but he wrote the script for this. And then they uh, bought the rights, this company, and they were like, this is awful. We're not going to use any of it, but we're going to still give you credit. So oh. he does get a – he does – there's almost, almost – nothing he wrote is in this movie. Okay. But he does get a screen credit. Yeah, I noticed his name in there. It's funny because he used to be at the uh, – because they're – obviously, if you know The Night of the Living Dead, you know it's filmed in Pittsburgh. And most of the people, like, they never had an acting career in that movie, so they just stayed in Pittsburgh. They'd always be at the uh, Comic-Cons in Detroit in the 90s. Like, John Russo was there, like, every all the fucking time. Okay. I don't even know if he's still alive, though, because he's pretty old. I couldn't help you with that fact. So uh, um, so Dan O'Bannon, who wrote wrote the screenplay for this and directed, who also wrote the screenplay for Alien. Oh, nice. Total Recall. Nice. And a uh, classic G&G movie, Life Force. 
Life Force. Oh, so this guy's got a pension for these kind of horror movies, huh? Right. And oh I know uh, people are like, Tim, for a guy who claims that he hates comedy horror, you're picking a lot of comedy horror. Yep. And I go, well, there's this is the no, there's a difference. There, there is something about this movie. It's like when people say. Attitude Era Wrestling had so much funny shit in it. There's a lot of serious shit in there, too, Murray. You got to stick it out, but you're not. We well, already see, went back this to is 80s. The, this is the thing. There's comedy elements in yes. this movie. But at the end of the day, the characters are in fear for their lives. Yes. Horrible things happen to them. No one winks at the camera. Not once. That's the difference. And I hate this fucking winking, and it's so prevalent in horror movies. Or, or well, there's there's two kinds of styles. There's the way too serious, like those fucking ghost fucking PG thirteen movies. I have no interest in yes. seeing. And then there's like constant winking at the fucking can. It's the AEW yeah. of horror movies where yes. you're constantly like, we know this shit sucks. See, yeah. we're in on it. I hate that shit, but no, I, I love this movie because it's got simple, tight, fucking. Rules. I don't know why I had to put fucking in there, but it may it makes me so happy to see that kind of thing. It's very tight rules and very tight movie. Nice tight ninety minutes, and I love you get it. a lot out of it. Throughout the whole movie, the characters are still like unaware of the rules too. Like they are not too sure. They're constantly trying to figure out. Well, what they're the rules aware are. of the rules of Night of the Living Dead. Yes, they are. It's very meta because they reference Night of the Living. They don't say Night of the Living yes. Dead, but they reference it throughout this movie. And they're aware of those rules, and of course they don't work in this thing. Yeah, which the opposite of Walking Dead, which is a straight. Like, I, I actually think these these are truly terrifying zombies. Oh yeah, because I don't know how. Like, I don't even understand like shit like Night Living Dead or walk, uh, Walking Dead. How is how could we not contain that? Like yeah. slow zombies. Yeah. Like how could you not? And I mean, you, you watch The Walking Dead. They all they have are like pocket knives now, and they're just like taking out a like dozen zombies, like nonchalant. There's like some middle aged woman who's like killing twelve zombies, and like somehow our army couldn't have stopped that in the beginning. Yeah, now these are terrifying zombies. There's no way you could stop these. Nothing kills these zombies. They are and they're, and they're smart, right? Smart enough, and they run, and they run. They've got the agility for days. I I, I really like this movie. It's a lot of fun. Mike helped me pointed this movie out to me two years ago. Getting to see it again this time, just appreciate it all the more, Murray. It's like a fine wine, ages so well. Well, yeah, it's 35 years old. 35 beautiful years old, I'd say. So <laughs> we're, let's just get into it because you've rambled long enough. It's time, people, to go back 35 years ago and get and to return of the living dead. In the dark of the night, something strange is going on. You see that movie, Night of the Living Dead? Sure. They ship those bodies. Well, say hello. The dead. Listen from the grave. Mister, there's a hundred of those things out there. How many did you say? A hundred. And now the question is, how do we get them back into the ground? Bert, Frank, we have a little problem. Ah, Four left. Ten right. Ah, 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 ah. 
puzzle. Because technically, you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. How do you kill something that's already dead? Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brains, right. Brains. is nervous. The police are confused. Send more cops. It worked in the movie! Well, it ain't working now. Bring the movie line! It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. Do you a return of the living dead. All right, welcome back. Um, now, I like that this movie just right off the bat hits us with a nice black screen, white font all over it, just all over the place, letters everywhere. But if you're careful... If you're dyslexic, there's letters everywhere. Yes, but if, if you can read, it's just a few sentences. <laughs> it says, essentially, everything in this movie is real. Very uh, Fargo-esque. Yeah, I like you know. it. This this movie ha- this happened in yeah. Louisville, Kentucky, in 1984, July I, the July third, 1984. Right after this, they started making baseball bats. That's how they came out came up from the ashes. Is they made baseball so, bats. Yeah. So we open right out into you need a medical supplies. You need a medical. That, you see, that's just fun. That that that's just some of the fun you get. Right. That's it's not hitting comedy. you over the head. It's yeah. subtle. Yeah, you don't stop on the sign for 14 minutes. It just quickly pans over. And we see our uh, one of our heroes, Freddy. He's learning the ropes. Was Frank his uncle? Cause he kind I didn't know if he was like kidding about he was his uncle or it was his uncle. I don't think so. I didn't see any family resemblance ha- resemblance happening there. Uh, well, there, just, I think they were just two coworkers underneath Bert, and they both kind of didn't like Bert. Well, so. he said like, "Listen to your uncle Frank," but I don't. know. That might have been just him. Just you know, you say that to a young person. Kind. I of think thing. that's what was happening there. Okay, so we got our, our man Freddie. He's a, he's. A, He's kind of a punk rock kid, not, not full all the way in. He's not yeah. committed like a, another character later on. Yeah, we see some of his friends in a minute here, and there's some pretty he's crazy trying ones. To, he's trying to straighten his life together. He met a nice young girl who's straight as can be. Yeah, she's pretty damn straight. I think she's the one who's doing like some of the opioids. Uh, she's hiding it, you know? Okay. But, yeah, Freddy, uh, compared to everybody else, he's just got, like, jeans on. He's got suspenders, I believe, for some yeah. reason. And then he's got, like, a Cincinnati Reds old, like, like my uh, pirate's hat, where it's just, yeah. like, the military kind of style. And a little stud in the ear. That's right. He had that little ear. That the actor got for the role. Really? And they were like, we could have just put a fake stud. And he's like, what? No, I got to make this real. Right. That's a, you could put it in the character. I like it. So this is, it's it's a 4th of July weekend. Bert, our, the boss, comes in. Hey, guys, just do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't blame me. You know, he's just like, he's, he's a kind of a character. Played by Clue Gulliger, who last time we saw him, he was yelling at his kid about straightening up his room. And Freddy, too. I was like, you're the dad from Freddy, too. And he's looking great. He's got the members only jacket on. Oh, so you yeah. know this guy. He's a he's, he's a, a great businessman, small businessman, mm-hmm. doing a essential job, supplying medical supplies. medical supplies. Yep. Right. 
to you know. So he's just like, I'm hitting, I'm hitting out there, and they're like, you just finish up what you got to do. And he's like, he's like, yeah, don't worry, I'm gonna show Freddy the ropes, and then we'll, we'll, you know, do some paperwork, and then we're all out. Calls up his wife, keep that pot roast warmed up for me, baby. Oh yeah. And so the first thing they do is, uh, this is very, very Amazon of them. They have this giant crate for this one little skeleton. Yeah, one tiny skeleton. You could have fit like fourteen <laughs> skeletons in there, but uh, you get the whole rigmarole of like, all right. We got to f- identify the skeleton. F's going to be female. And M's male. Yes, but what about all the other genders? Oh. 84, we didn't have any other genders. Frank's so. making us think, though. Get prepared. But, uh, yeah, so they grab one of the skeletons. They put it down in the packing. Pe- and there's a whole thi- a whole big joke about the peanuts, the packing peanuts. Peanuts? Where are the peanuts? packing peanuts. Oh, it's fun. I like Frank. And we learned that there's... Uh... All these skeletons come from India, and they all have perfect, pearly white teeth. I mean, we just learned last week, teeth lead to infection. So I, I got a whole theory here, Murray. These right Indian on. people must have died from their teeth. Makes perfect sense to me. Thank you. And he's like, I wonder why we always get these skeletons from India. Well, there's, 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 in, there's skeleton farms in India. <laughs> And then we get a wah, wah, just kidding, son. Again, it's just jokes. Frank is hammering he's, he's the jokes. He's hammering them with the dad jokes. It's great. He's, 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 he's being such a Frank. Now, Freddie, how about you see something cool like a dead body? What? Really? What? No. Yeah. Come follow me. Yeah. Takes him to the freezer. See a dead body. It's got like a pincer thing holding it by the head. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's how they do it. I wouldn't hold a body that way, but, yeah, you know. But, yeah, I don't tell what Bert. Bert's a, he's, an, he's a fucking entrepreneur. He's do been doing thing. this for 25 years. Yeah. So he must know what he's doing. You had, uh, uh, of course, Mr. Freeze balled up in the corner. He was a little cold, but there was, a, you know, sunlight on him, so he couldn't move. Chill out. Chill out. And then these days they go well. They go into the office to uh, do some paperwork. We get and see in the background another like you need a the eye chart. It's supposed to be like an eye chart, optometrist chart. But if you look at it, really look at it. It says Bert is a slave driver and a cheap son of a bitch who's going bald too. Ha ha. So, <laughs> oh, as we all just cackled. I only could read the first two lines of it because my eyes aren't that great. Yeah. So as we're all cackling about that nice little rib they they worked into there, there there's a nice jump scare that happens with the phone call because he leans in and he's telling a spooky story about I don't even remember what, but he spooks the shit out of uh, Freddie. We get a cut over to our punks. This is like the near to wells. Yeah, the rest of our cast here. Uh, very uh, eclectic group, a very diverse group. Very diverse. We got uh, the goth punk chick who's all about. Death. Uh, that's trash. Trash. Then you have Spider. You have Spider, the black guy with the Jerry Curl mullet. Uh, Casey. Casey, the bitchy kind of. Uh, she was kind chick. of an eighties go-go girl, wasn't she? Kind. I thought she had like the ponytail and like the neon. No, Casey had the blue streaks in her hair. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Got and we got piece. Chuck, the poser, who just wants to hang with the cool kids. He's got a 50s look going on, right? That was Chuck? No, he had a very a new wave look. He, oh, new wave, yeah. Oversized suit and right. like a little tie. He's a douche. Okay. And we got Scuzz with the mohawk. And we got Tina, Freddy's girl, the straight. I, I don't know what she's doing with the crowd. Maybe, like you said, her opioids, that's her connection. Because I don't know why she'd be hanging with these people. Yeah, they, they all seem to defend for her, too. I mean, tr- there's a little uh, friction between her and uh, Trash, but I think... Well, tra- we learned that this, this group of friends likes to use people. 
because they use the a next a character coming up later on. Yeah. But maybe they're using her for money. She seems like a rich girl. She's a rich girl. It's a rich girl. You know. Okay. But they're kind of, you know, figuring out and what to do tonight. They want to party. What, yeah. what else do punk rock kids want to do in the 80s? Of course, party. There's no internet. There's fucking video games sucked back then. Pa- all no parties Twitch. suck without Freddy. So they're like, let's go pick up. No, because Freddy knows where the best parties are. That's what it is. So they're going to go get Freddy from work and, uh, you know. But we don't have a car. Out. Call suicide. He's got a car. See, I'm telling you, they use people. Yeah. That's a good point. Low lives. All right. So this, this is actually, I was alluding to this a moment ago, but this is actually where Fred, who is getting it, you know, he's getting comfortable with Frank. So he's like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen pass through these doors? And Frank leans in. and He's like, I got to tell you about the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And I think that's where they break down Night of the Living Dead. And he's like, you remember that movie? They don't mention the name of the movie. Yes. About the about the, the people coming back from the dead. Like, yeah, it's real. It's like fucking bullshit. You know, zombie shit. No, 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 no. Well, it was based on the. It wasn't exactly like this because in there was like a like a VA hospital, and there was this company. I forget what the company. It's supposed to be like Dow Chemical, but it was like a yeah. made up kind. They made this thing called two four five trioxin. It was kind of like a defoliant, like Agent Orange. And somehow, I don't know how why this would be at a VA hospital. <laughs> somehow, it, the gas got released. And, the, and I don't know why there was a morgue in the VA hospital either. But it animated the bodies. And they were just twitching around and shit. And he's like, You're, you're full of shit. Oh, you don't believe me? We got some in the basement. You've got some? Follow me. And they go down there. And like, well, how the fuck did you get this? like... You know, military don't know what the fuck they're doing. So it was just it was shipped the wrong place. It's been down there for the past fifteen years. Yeah. And so they go down there, and there's like this barrel. It's got a lid on it. They open the lid, and there's this glass things you can see into it. I, I mean, I guess I got it, wanted to see if it was still like animated or something. But it's like, why, why the lid? Like, why do you need to see into it? Why the glass and the lid? Because it looked cool. It did look really cool. So we see like a mummified face, and they're like, "See," and then uh, uh, Frank gets out the old Windex, wipes yep, it cleans off, cleans it off, and they're like, "Holy shit, you you weren't lying!" It's yeah, like, fourth out, I don't lie. But Freddie, you know, he's a little anxious, so he's like, "I mean, isn't there a chance these things could, you know, like break or leak or something?" And Fred confidently, or uh, Frank confidently, is just like. Bitch, there's no way this shit could leak. The army made it, slaps it on the side, and of course it fucking springs a leak. All there is blasted by gas, and they collapse, and that's where we go right into the opening credits. And we see the face through that glass window, the zombie face start melting away. Yeah, pretty cool. And we're like, holy shit. So after we come out of our credits, it's 4 p.m. That's uh, Pacific Daylight Time. And we're following no, it's, some... that's Eastern Daylight Time. We're in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, Murray. Oh, <laughs> shit. This is supposed to be your movie, oh, dog. Oh, you're it's supposed right. supposed to be your movie, I, dog. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I, we go to I, a character we see two I, I whole apologize. times. In, yeah, two whole times Colonel in the Glover. Movie. Yeah. So he's returning home from a long day at, at the office, and his wife, she's prepared those lamb chops. But he's like, bitch, I ate Vinny's at work. I'm I'm going to be in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm be in the toilet for the next hour if you need me. And they're in a super tacky house. That that's that was the real house. That wasn't set dress. All that tacky shit was a real person's house. I'm not surprised. 
and he goes into his study, and we see he's got some 1980s computer. Yeah, I thought he was going to play some Galaga. He's got like a whole little cabinet he opens up, and he's got this console computer and shit and in there. And so we learned that for the past 15 years, he's been in charge of looking for this missing shipment of animated dead. And for the people who pay attention to movies, which sometimes I lose track. I lost track a few times during that New Mutant movie. Um, you would have noticed when we were looking at those capsules that there's clearly a phone number on them. Right. That every character emergency. in this movie did not notice. That's like the one thing they really did that I that you know irked me. But uh, who cares? Um, this is the number it goes to. Yes. So okay, that's all you're going to need to know about Colonel Glover until the very end of the movie. Cut to back to the punks. They're, they're, they've met up with Suicide because he's got the car. He's got a beat-up old jalopy convertible. And he's on to their shit. Suicide is the heart and soul of this fucking movie. He's the only real punk dude in this movie. And it's such a bait-and-switch. You think he's just like right there with them, just kind of trash of the world. Didn't mean right. to throw trash the name back <laughs> in there. But, you know, just scum, you know. But, no, he's actually pretty fucking cool. He's got an honor system. He's got, right. a, he's got rules like this movie. He's right. got rules. But he's pissed off. He's like, you guys only call me when you need a fucking ride. And he's like, well, you got the car. And then he most tries to strangle Suit Spider while driving. Yes, that's I can, right. I can relate. Yeah. I've been, I kind of think of myself, I'm the suicide of our group of friends. You know, I, I'm keeping it real all the time. <laughs> I never get respect from you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, you didn't even say thank you for the slice of pizza I bought you. Well, you're so, the you Freddy because you, you got the little stud in here. <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't get thank yous. Anyways. Anyways uh, they arrived too early at I would have paid you, but I had to pay for my t- my, t- my ticket to see <laughs> New Mutants. It's okay. So fuck you. You're still supposed to mind your P's and Q's. It's okay. I'm just going to remind you about it every chance I get. Every episode uh, going forward, yeah. Anyways, back to you need a supplies where Suicide and the crew have arrived, but the sun's still out. It's blaring on them well, in that convertible. It's fucking 3rd of July. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, fuck, Freddy doesn't get out until 10 o'clock. What are we supposed to do? Come on. What kind of fucking medical supply place is open until 10 o'clock at night? Oh, I don't know. So, Maybe. yeah, so they're like, hey, man, party in the cemetery. And, of course, Trash loves it because she's that goth chick. Yes. I like Cemeteries. That's how she talks. Played by Linnea Quigley. Playing out of character. She's yeah. usually more of the sex pot. And so that's where they go. And yep. and Suicide always thinking, hey, we might need road flares. So I'm bringing some road flares <laughs> into the cemetery. He doesn't have one or two. He has a box of them. <laughs> right. So you never know if someone might decide to strip and you need to light them well. Okay. <laughs> It was a cool scene. And it's a trash. Obviously, this is where the kids go to party because it was a trash cemetery. Oh, yeah, it was. There was more trash than there was dead bodies. And so even even Suicide's disgusted by this. He's like, what the fuck? This is garbage. <laughs> well, that's what we learned is Suicide actually gives a shit. Right. Like uh, all true punks do. Anyways, Fred and Frank, you know, they were just knocked out by that gas. So they're finally they coming gas to. face. Yeah. Finally coming to, and they're they're starting to kind of like, f- you know, feel their way back around. They're stumbling a little bit because they're they're a little fucked up from that gas. That was uh, pure P two P. Oh, I'm sorry, trioxin. Right. And they look in the barrel, and the zombie's gone. Oh shit! And you know what? I was thinking. Uh, I'll get to it later. Okay. I won't. I'll forget. But I'll get to it later. <laughs> 
So they're like they they go upstairs and they hear this dog barking and they're like what the what the fuck yeah and they notice that these medical things they have for veterinarians where there's a ha- dog cut in half so you can see I think they use plastic I don't think they use real live dogs yeah, for this no. but for the sake of this joke the dog comes back to life so it's a half dog and they're like oh my god and they beat it and they kill it and it's like it's just whimpering because it's it can't die these zombies don't die Griff. They absolutely do And there's not. nice little touches. Did you see they had the pinned uh, butterflies and they were moving? Yep. And this is another interesting thing. Everything comes back to life yeah. for a Triox in 245. It's yeah. not just people, like in most movies. It's very cool. And then they hear some banging on that fucking freezer door. Dude, this is some intense banging. He's, like, ready to kick the door over. But, of course, it's that cadaver. It's been in that freezer and it's also been reanimated. And they're like, "What? What the fuck are we gonna do?" Well, and, and Freddie, being sensible, is like, "We gotta call the cops." No, 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 no! I'm a, a business. We don't want any. You know. Under the table, we pay right. under the table. Right. You know, we don't pay our taxes here. Right. So that makes you smart. That. Right. Call Bert. Bert <laughs> will know what to do because he's the king shyster. Right. So they call up Bert. But we don't get to hear we don't get to hear much of that call. Just no. just that. Bird we don't want not, to because the, something cooler is happening right now. We see our man Spider chilling with trash at a, leaning against the uh, uh, tombstone. Yeah, and he's just enjoying a nice cigarette. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's weed. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm implying that. And she's just like, "Have you? What is the worst?" He's being she's being classic goth chick. Yeah. She's being. What do you think would be the worst way to die? And so, uh, babe, I'm trying to draw my cigarette. <laughs> I don't think about that shit. Well, I do all the time, and the, uh, I think the worst way uh, to go for it's for her personally. For her, well, but is it the worst? Because she's like, while she's saying it, she's like a group of old men eating me alive, and then she starts rubbing her crotch and shit. She's like. Is this the worst way or the best way for her? To That's die? a good point. I didn't really think about the fact that she starts like rubbing herself during that. Well, not only that, she just rips her fucking shirt off Hulk Hogan style. Yes, and the spider he perps up, he peps up for that. He's like, Whoa, yeah, yeah. And then she just lets loose and she jumps up on a fucking uh, I don't know what like they're, they're like above I don't know what they're called but they're like above yeah. ground like they have them in uh, New Orleans because they get flooded all the time oh, because of the okay. above brown caskets. Jumps on it. These crazy fucking pants. They look like they're just leather shorts, yet she rips Rip, off the crotch. Just, yeah, just the crotch. And then she's got like, it's almost like a, like a, a what, the, what do you call those things? A chaps. Yeah, chaps, yeah. And, and she, she's looking great. She's got the great uh, 80s look with the leg warmers on. I'm digging that. Yep. And I got a story about this. Okay. <laughs> First of all, originally they wanted Casey... To do the strip tease, okay, because she was a stripper in real life. That's that's how Dan O'Bannon <laughs> found her. Okay, and I want to point out she was his third choice. I okay, and I just like that action movies would go to gyms and be like, "You're an actor now, right? You're gonna start." And now he's going to strip joints, and then like, "You're an actress now, you're gonna be in a movie." And she was like, "I don't want to do that. That's beneath me." She was a snobby stripper. She she according to her, she dressed she stripped in a gentleman's club. Oh. Which was like where gentlemen, rich folk guy. So she's like, no, I'm not. I don't want to get naked. Let Linnea do it. And Linnea, she's up. She, Linnea's cool as fuck. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I know that's what people come to see these movies for. Right. So 
I'm all, I'm fine with it. And then she also she threw some shade at Linnea, where she's like, "Well, I thought really what it was was Linnea is really asexual. Like it's like it's like it's not really hot when she's doing it. <laughs> so it was it wouldn't be you'd be X-rated if I did it. So that was her rationale. Anyway, so you'll notice Griff very ahead of its time for the the 80s. She had no pubic hair. What happened was when they were filming it, the guy, the cinematographer, whatever the guy's in charge of the camera, cinematographer, he's like, we can't, we can't fucking film that. We can't film pubic hair. What do you think? Even though, yeah, you can. There was pubic hair in fucking movies before. He's like, we can't do that. So then they're like, well, shave it off then. So she just went and shaved off. And then she came back and was like, we, can't, we really can't do that. You can't show a fucking vagina on, uh, oh on a fucking God. movie. So what they did was they got a fucking like, vagina cover they like, no. put like a prosthetic so that's why you don't see anything i it's just flat it's like a ken doll kind of thing i didn't really notice yeah well if you if you watched it in hd you would have noticed that uh you know i was too tired yesterday when i was watching this i didn't go down to the laser disc vault i thought i'd fall asleep because it's it's perfect sleeping condition and there. there's no better lighting for a uh, striptease than flares because suicide knows this so yeah. they got the flares out fucking spiders look like yeah He's like oh, loving man. it. Oh, he went hot and nasty. Yeah. There actually was a cutaway where he went, yeah. <laughs> and they're just having a good old time. It's like, why do we need to go to party? This is the party's here. Yeah, party's here. But we got to go back. Bert has arrived at uh, you need a medical supplies, and he is chewing out Frank. Right. He's Verbally. Like, he's like, what the hell did you guys do? I just went down there to show him something cool, and I went in, and he just slaps him. He's like, all right, what? Is that knocking? It's like, yeah, that's the thing. The cadaver has been reanimated. And he's like, what are you talking about? No, no really, really. And they, I, guess, I don't know. They must have showed him the dog or something. I don't know. But he believes them. Yeah. So like, they're all trying to sh- they're, they're trying to pool their knowledge together because he didn't have cell phones. He didn't have internet. Right, he didn't have. It's 80s. So it's like, well, shit. Remember that movie that we're not going to mention? They had the zombies. How, how did they end it? Well, they, they hit him in the head. Yeah, that's they, it. They take out the brain. We don't need to call the cops. We're just going to fucking hit this fucking cadaver in the head. So if you're watching The Walking Dead, this would have been a very boring scene because the zombies are so slow and dumb. Right. But Murray, this movie is about to shatter our world view of zombies right here because right. they get ready. They're all in their place. Yeah, a lot of people love to think that the Dawn of the Dead remake from, like, 2001, that was the first, like, Fast Zombies? No, it was this. Yeah. I think this might have been the first movie to have Fast Zombies. I couldn't tell you. I'm not an expert, but... And so, you're right. So, Freddy opens the door. And... Is it Freddy? I don't remember it who... Was Fr- I think it was Frank, and he... And then, and then like, Bert's like, son, you're gonna do it. Hands him a pickaxe. Yeah. And it's like, like, don't worry. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Hmm. Just hit that fucker when he comes out. Yeah. And then they open up, and the kid ever makes a beeline for Bert and jumps yes. on Bert. Running, sprinting. The, it slipped under. You know, it was awesome. It, and, it's so freaky. And they get, so they manage to get him off Bert. They pin him down. They're like, hit him in the head. And yeah. Then, I think Bert hits him in the head with a pickaxe. Yep. Nails it in one. And he's still flipping around. And they're like, holy, I thought he was going to kill his fucking ass. Yeah. So uh, doing a great job of teaching the audience, A, zombies are fast as fuck in this. And slippery. He was all greased and up. And you can't kill him. And the brain does not work. And they cut his head off with the saw. Well, that's the thing. The next thing, Bert's like, give me the hacksaw. We're going to chop this thing's head off. 
Sucks, cuts it off, and the body just gets off. Like a chicken with its head cut off, and he's just knocking shelves over. He's fucking having a good good old time, and then you need a bowl. Zombie in a china shop. And there's like, there's like. Well, maybe a strong acid? Well, they or? have like a bad acid that they yeah. get everything at Unita. You need it, they got it. And so he's like, well, what about the bones? What the, what the fuck are bones going to do? Rattle. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna kill you. So I'd be, be like, I'd be fine with just throwing a body in a fat acid. But no, they're like, no, no, no. I got a better idea. That guy Ernie over at the crematorium next to this is a very, uh, very uh, logical kind of area. They got a cemetery, a mortuary, <laughs> and a medical supply place all in the same area. Yeah, it's like a industrial park of death. Yes, and death, and industrial park. And so he's like, let's just cut this body up, and we'll take it over to Ernie. He owes me a favor. And so that's what they decide to do. And then we cut back over to our punks, just partying up. Trash is still naked. But, you know, everyone's moved on. They're like, okay, we've seen enough of your tits and ass. We're <laughs> right. done. Can we, can we you enjoy go it, but on? enough. Yeah, they're like, they're, we want to get back to partying. <laughs> All, right. All right. And she's like, hey, it's hot as fuck out. It, was, it is July 3rd. All it right? is. So I, I, and they're in Louisville. Like, it's hot. It's true. So everybody... Uh, kind of wanders off to do their weird party in the cemetery, except Suicide, who, of course, is by himself, just lamenting life. And Clad head poetry. to toe in leather. He should be hotter than any of them. Chains hanging <laughs> off his nose, connected Mohawk, to his ear. He's got it all. He's the, re- he's the last true punk. And he's just staring off into space, just like, I can't believe you fucking assholes. Can you guys miss? Are you missing these heavenly stars for your finger? Because you're all dumb as fuck. He was kicking off some Bruce Lee philosophy. And while he's just doing that, he's, while he's looking at the heavenly glory, the, the, the unheavenly glory is rubbing all up on him. Yeah, trash is stanking him up with, <laughs> with her smelly trash. Because <laughs> trash is smelly. He's rubbing that prosthetic vagina all on him. <laughs> And oh he just grabs her. And he's just like, I can't believe you guys think I'm this fucking psycho and you treat me like shit. And, and then he looks down. He's like, have some respect from the dead, bitch. Throws what her the down. fuck? He just pushes her off of him. Bitches leave. <laughs> and then he leaves. So that was interesting. But, you know, we have Chuck and um, or Casey, a couple. I think it was Chuck and Casey. They notice some people walking by, but it's too dark to really notice them. Yeah, they're but, like, hey, is that Freddy? No, no, that ain't they, they, Why would Freddy be walking into some crematorium yeah, in the middle of right. a fucking cemetery? So this is where we meet our guy, Ernie, who the backstory on Ernie, they don't really say it. If you you got to research the movie to find this out, he's basically an escaped Nazi. You know what? I'm I'm kind of okay with that. And you'll well, he maybe he not the fact that he was a Nazi, maybe but the fact that you yeah. regretted it. Okay, <laughs> he said, you know what? What I did was bad. Yeah, but you can tell the clues are he's listening to Nazi music on his fucking Walkman, and in the background on the wall, there's a poster, a picture of Ava Braun. I did see that. Very lovely lady. Yeah. There were good people on both sides. I didn't think much of it. Yeah, because and, my president taught me there's always good people on both sides. And I think there was another like high like Nazi command guy hanging up there. And he's got the fucking like, Luger. like a Luger. Yeah. And he's got his nice fucking magenta tracksuit on. Plum color tracksuit. Plum. And he's he's working on a body because that's his job. He's that a fucking is, undertaker. Yeah. Undertaker. <laughs> 
and he's he's showing us about rigor mortis. He's like yeah. working the bone. He's, sh- he's showing Bert, who Bert is not going to come right out and ask for the favor. So he's, you know, being but cool. he knows Ernie knows because that's the only time Bert ever comes around. He needs a favor. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ernie, how long have we known each other? Twenty five years, right? <laughs> Best friends whole time. Remember that time I had a pizza and I asked you if you wanted the last slice because I couldn't finish it. I mean, I half ate yeah, it. No, but, I remember that. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, but yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, we're like good friends. Great, because I got a favor I need to ask. Just a little one, just a little one. You, you know, you know that cream that uh, crematorium you have. It's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, we got a problem here. Rabid wheeze. <laughs> They're all over the. Place. We got this shipment in." You know, we supply we're, we're, uh, hobby, we we supply fucking petting zoos too. Apparently, and they're rabid. And can you just burn them up alive? He's like, well, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm all for burning them. Yeah, but we got we that's, that's, that's cruel. That's cool. Nazi was a heart of gold. Apparently, that's he, he cool. learned his lesson. You can change, girl. You can change. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'll just shoot him in the head with my this 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 yeah. gun that Hitler gave me. I mean, this gun. Yeah. And. He's like, no, 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 but we, oh, you can't do that. Just trust me. Just trust me. And like, no, he's like, no, I'm not being a part of this. I'll do you a favor. Mm, and he strokes a chin. Mm, can be a big favor. You're gonna have to take. You're gonna have to treat me to Hooters. <laughs> and he's like, done. So he's like, but let me, let me. Sh-. And he's like, I gotta tell you a secret. Can you keep a secret? <laughs> I'm a Nazi. Of course, I can keep a secret. And he opens up one of the garbage bags, and there's a fucking arm in it. And it grabs fucking uh, Ernie by his fucking uh, leg, pants leg, rips that beautiful fucking velour sweatsuit he had <laughs> yeah. on. And he's like, what the fuck? And it's like, you know, I don't – they didn't even, didn't even explain it to them. He's just no. like – I just like that the zombie cannot rip through the trash bag. Those got to be some hefty bags or something. Contractor well, bags. Yeah, double ply. Double ply. That's yeah. that's it. Okay. That makes sense. That's what we wrap our boats in so we don't get any oil spills. Oh. So he's like, he agreed he's going to do it. I don't I don't think they ever even explained to him why there's a fucking corpse that's moving. You don't need to know that. Okay. Well, we, you've got 90 minutes. That's what I like about these old movies. We know he doesn't need to know. That's right. Cut back to the punks. Tina decided she's going to look for Freddy. She's like, it's after 10. I'm going to go see if he's he's got off. Yep. She takes off. We get a little nice thing where Chuck the nerd is trying to mack on uh, Casey. And yeah, the new wave nerd. And she's just like, I don't, I'm going to fuck you. You're hideous. You're a nerd. Oh. Fucking suicide just walks by angry. Yeah, suicide still just <laughs> he's like Charlie Brown just kicking a can around. Just like I hate all these people. Love it. Just gotta get a little bit more of the teen crew before we get back into the zombie action here. Well that's what I love to keep us abreast of what's going on with each group of people. Yeah, time is passing very well in this movie. Right. It's keeping on a good pace. So we cut back, we're in the crematorium, getting ready to fucking burn up these bodies. Frank's getting a little jealous. He's like, I could, I could operate that. I know. What was the deal with Frank? I could have done this. Maybe he wants to be Bert's number one man. He does. Yeah, That's exactly okay. it. Okay, but that they, uh, you know, they're. Uh, he just throws them in. I mean, he's like, let's burn everything. Bert is very worried uh, about because he's like, we need to get this. We already know he does not want any bones left behind. So he's right. like, how do we get rid of the bones? He's like, we go hotter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's like, you don't have to worry about the bones. You got to worry about the heart. Uh, what, 
How are we going to get the, rid of the I heart then? It's hard to believe a heart would take longer to burn than a fucking bone, but. It's all just muscle. I don't, I don't know how hot they, how high they can go, but no. I, I've had dogs cremated. The bones stay. They don't, unless, maybe they can go super hot. Yeah. But no, they, they break up the bones. They do? Yeah. Oh. But what do I know? I don't know a human burn. Maybe a human one burns f- faster. Maybe. But yeah, so. He's like, yeah, let's burn it hotter, duh. Yeah. You know? So the flames, because we've seen him turn the oven from, like, little flame, big flame, super flame, heart-burning flame. And they th- uh, throw those garbage bags in. They burn away, and they go, and then fucking Bert, the smile on his face. He's like, problem solved. Woo! Yeah. And then we just see this ominous fog coming out of the fucking um, the chimney. chimney. Yeah. And it just starts making it rain. It's very green fog, too. It seeds the clouds with toxic rain. Oh, boy. And it starts raining in the, in the, in over the cemetery. And they're like, holy shit, we got to get back to the fucking car. And remember, it's, it's a convertible. Very nice scene transition again here because we follow the fog outside into the cloud where it starts to rain. And then we follow the rain back down onto the punks. And this is, no, this is like hurricane wet rain. Yeah. It, it is fucking five, pouring, yeah. And so they run to Suicide's car. They get the rag top on. Uh, trash still naked. She's like, oh, my God, it burns. What is this? Like, it's an acid rain. Yeah. And so we're like, uh-oh, this is trouble. But, of course, we get a shot of Tina, who, you know, who is not with them. She was over at You Need a Medical Supply, so she has just let herself in. Right. She's looking through the records, looking through the medical coding books and all that. <laughs> rifling through all Fred CDs, Frank CDs, yeah, and going through Burt's porno mags. It's just God, it's like, bitch, this ain't, you don't even know these people. It's bad enough when you rifle through people you know. Yeah, I, a stranger, I don't think so. She she doesn't have. She had the code of suicide. Suicide, like I'm not even gonna look in the general direction of those CDs. <laughs> and I see some shit I need. That's what. That's how suicide stands. I'm not even gonna look in the direction. I see some shit I need. Well, you saw he, he, he obviously you have to see it and know it's there. He glanced it. He glanced. He it. senses he it. He's one with the universe. He's like there's a, a really rare misfit fucking <laughs> forty five in there somewhere. And so, uh, where are we at, Griff? So we got you, you already mentioned the kids in the car. They try to throw up the the fucking okay. roof and everything. So we're oh, back. Oh, and the classic, the classic. This is the one horror movie trope they do. The car won't start. Yes. Yeah, of course it won't. Well, it's probably been burned through and through by the acid. And rain. and since it's got it's a it's a it's a punk rock uh, convertible, the ragtops got holes in it. Yep. And they're like, we got to get the fuck out of this rain. It's burning our ass up. So they they say we got we need to go back to the Unita medical supplies. Uh yeah, that's right. All the teens do pack into the Unita medical supplies. So cut back. Yep. We, just, we're constantly, we know what's going on at all times. Yep. You'd think it's a little jarring, but it's just us doing a horrible job of dictating this movie. <laughs> yeah. Just us. When you watch it, it's very pleasant. You will right. not come out with a, with a fucking whiplash, unlike New Mutants, which I have whiplash <laughs> and Lockjaw from. I'll be writing Fox for that one. Satisfi- you write my Disney now. They own, they own that shit now. Oh, shit. I got to go against Disney? Yeah, you lost already. Well, don't worry. I'll get Twitter on their case over some of that all shit you were telling me about earlier that Disney did. Some, of that, some of that real offensive material they have know, out there. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're trying to silence me. I don't know what you're talking about. Trying to have, silence have, me. Have, have the president retweet that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I should. I should. So 
Oh. Uh, Satisfied with the uh, the burnt condition. Big ass yeah. grin on his face. He's like, "You want to wear my members only jacket? That's how much how happy I am." Yeah. And he's like, "I won't <laughs> go that far." You remember, you owe me a dinner at Hooters, and yep. you're treating. And I'm getting fifty hot wings, <laughs> and I'm right? getting all of them. And, and I you d- have to sit through one soccer match with me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Yikes!" He's like, I don't know. You didn't say anything about soccer. One. Like, one. He's and, like, and we both know those Buffalo Wild Wings bathrooms don't have doors on their stalls, so well, you're going to have to stand in front and be well, the door. because you're at Hooters, Griff. Oh, I'm sorry, Hooters. Classier place. What did I say? You said Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, my God. Did you have an episode of Buffalo Wild Wings with no door on the t- stall? No, I just that was a reference to when we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I can't even remember what we talked about on, on Mike and off You Mike, told us so a very know. fine story about you did being I, Was that on Mike? Oh, shit. Yes. All right. Uh, so Bert clicking his heels, happy as shit, pig and shit, shit and pig, turned shit around. And pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's a saying around here. Uh, but it, he turns around to give Fred and Frank a big old hug and be like, "Guys, let's go home. Everything's good." They're fucking sick as dogs. Right. It's because they went to that Applebee's without their goddamn masks on. <laughs> well, that's what they think. <laughs> but really, Griff, it was exposure to that gas. It's too bad we don't have any contact tracing. We could have figured this out. Right. Like, damn it. <laughs> Fra- Frank's like, only I wore my mask. And then Frank's like, I wore my mask and you fucking coughed on me. <laughs> They're fucking furious with each other. Shouldn't have gone to that Republican National Convention. And then so fucking Bert's like, ah. Uh, I can't take him to the hospital, so I'm just going to call an ambulance. Yeah. Again, he's doing everything under the table. Right. That's his, that's his, he's like Trump. That's his instinct. Yeah. Never he, do it up he above He took board. their IDs. He's like, look, guys, if I just take your IDs, it's free. That's how it works. That's the system. So <sighs> cut back to the punks. Well, Tina, she arrives first at Unita, and she... She got done going through all the fucking CDs, all the vinyl. Yep. So she's like, maybe there's something in the basement. Yeah. So she goes down there and she lo- finds like a cool organ. So she's chiming away on that thing. But she's like, okay, this is kind of lame. I don't know how to play you. you know. And then she turns around and we have brains. Oh, shit. And this is the slippy monster. Well, it was the monster from the barrel. Okay. And he's he sloppy because so he melted, remember? Oh, he melted. That's yeah. what happened to him? Okay. Yeah. So he's all like tar man, they call him. He's fucking. Awesome as shit. Looking. He's like brain. I, don't, I can't even do it. He's got. They had a, what distor- was that? Like, how did they do that? I, it's some kind of distortion on the voice. I don't know. Oh no, I meant like just like the whole skeleton. It was, it was just a super skinny guy that they put a. Okay, it looks fascinating. It looks really good. And he's like flopping around. She's like, oh my god! And just as that happens, our suicide and the crew show up. Well, I like this because she runs up the stairs and oh, another right. horror trope. It's wooden stairs. She well, is- earlier, if, if she had been there with Frank, because Frank said that third step's a bitch. Watch oh, that third you're step, right? But he, she wasn't there. Very subtle. I did not notice so it. She hits that third step. That you. You, if you go back, this movie's seamless. Everything, like, you think, like, oh, what was that? It's, and then, like, they, it's they, a Rube Goldberg of uh, they, uh, knowledge. They, they or, uh, of, You're yeah. right. So she falls through the staircase, and then and even on Walking Dead, the zombies can't even fucking climb steps. Yeah. This zombie can even do that. This zombie, oh, yeah. these are high-level zombies. Shit, I mean, I'm sure if we had, the, uh, like, could see what he was doing in the basement before she arrived, he's probably doing cardio. He's probably doing some so sit-ups. So this is why... These zombies are far superior to Walking Dead zombies because she, she, she's freaking out. So she just throws herself in a little locker thing, 
And the zombie's like, well, I could be a Walking Dead zombie and his paw at the door. No, I'm going to use my intelligence. I'm going to use this pulley system that yes. they have here. Yes. And he, he, he hooks the fucking uh, hook onto it and starts pulling, cranking the fucking pulley. The doors are fucking ripping off nicely. And then that's when the guys show Oh, yeah. Up. So she, uh, Tina is shrieking her head off. Zombies getting through the door pretty Suicide's like, someone's in hell. Someone needs help. Let's save them. Yeah. All the other guys, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck and Casey, they're just like, oh, we should probably just go then. We should probably leave. Here now, and suicide's like, base up, you blackheads, and he fucking- no, he says, Chuck, nut up, nut, <laughs> and then he just runs down those steps, and you don't even see, him and, then, and well, this I didn't make sense. Like the zombie's like, I'm gonna hide behind a curtain, like that made no sense. Yeah, because he's like, oh shit, I'm gonna surprise these guys. Well, they're so intelligent, maybe that that was. I, to do I that. you know what I was. Oh. I was willing to accept that the zombie was smart enough to realize more people were coming. Uh, but one guy jumps down, and he immediately went for it. You'd think he would have waited a little longer. but that, that, See, that's the thing. I mean, I guess everyone's instincts is to rifle through other people's shit because suicide had an instinct to pull the curtain away. Yeah. You should not leave the curtain alone. Leave it's not your curtain. Alone. But he rips it away. And brain, and he just oh, man. crunches on Suicide's head. Yeah, takes, takes a big old beautiful bite. It's like a big old Honeycrisp apple. And like the great friend Suicide has, they just immediately run just away. They, they take, take his off. car keys and leave. <laughs> yeah. And he's just screaming in pain. And, and that's the, the last kid, we see of Suicide. Suicide, victim of a homicide. Kids are just trying to figure out who gets his cassettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that Misfit 45. So we that's cut fucking, back. That's, that's the, the pink vinyl. Yes, that's mine. <laughs> we cut back to uh, the EMT have arrived, and they actually make it inside. They're checking in on Frank and and Fred, and one of like, them kind of remind me of Gabe Kaplan from Welcome Back, Cotter. And they're checking them out. Their vitals. That's what you do when you're a paramedic. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, can you, I brought your stethoscope. I, I think mine's not working. I'm not hearing anything." He's like, "Oh, he's like." Okay. Yeah. And then he's just like, I'm getting no blood pressure off this. I got nothing. Thing. I mean, like, you said these guys got poisoned by something. Can you tell us where it came from? Uh, I no, can't do that. No, I can't do that. No, we have no idea. <laughs> Applebee's, uh, you know, the one over by the Chili's and uh, by the Walgreens and, you know, I don't that know. one. I mean, maybe, probably. I don't know. He's, he's full trumping it. He's full trumping he's like, it. Like, people told me that the there be- was a gas. I have the best people who tell me that. Probably a gas. Didn't, maybe didn't come from here. Yeah. Hit them. That's all I know. That's I all don't I know. know. I don't know. But seriously, these... And these then the Terry Maxwell go, well, will you at least denounce white supremacy? He's like, I, I can't do that. I, I, all right. How about Antifa? He was just... He was... Burn like, was just bobbing and weaving. <laughs> I like that Ernie smirked a little bit when he, when <laughs> well, he yeah. bobbed around. You see that... Again, and that guy, now you know why they're friends. Again, very tight Rube Goldberg of, uh, you know, stitching together this logic of this movie. Right. Oh, so, so the, the Paramex are like, oh, we got to have a confab over here. So they, they go off, and they're like talking. Yeah. And then Bert's like, don't you fucking tell us about all those fucking health code violations. Don't you he's squeal. Just, he's just trying to cover his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the punks, they're just just—they're still trying to compose themselves. They run back to the car. They're like, what are we going to do in the car? It doesn't start. Uh, I, I guess we'll go run back into the cemetery because they find uh, one of those like monu- mausoleums. mausoleums. Didn't know where the S was at in that one. Mausoleum. 
and they're like hiding from the rain under there. Right. Uh, but yeah, this fog and that rain. The it's... rain finally permeated down six feet down. Well, shit, you saw how much rainwater had collected. That's right. why I said this is like a fucking typhoon. Right. And so then the dead just start rising from the grave. Yep. So this is interesting because basically what we're learning is it's the two, four, five trioxin yes. that makes if there's no like bites don't do anything to yes. you. It's exposure to this thing. We it will eventually kill you, but if you die before, like right after getting exposed, you will come back too. Yeah, you're you're kind of getting ahead of what the movie has told us logically so far because it's not like. You know, we've seen anything happen. We're to thinking is, we're thinking Night of Living Dead rules. Yes, we're thinking that if they so go, we're thinking suicide's going to come back. Exactly, we're thinking that if you go back into you need a you need a need medical supplies, suicide's going to be back up and everything. But anyways, this is where uh, gravity takes on a whole new uh, meaning, but only for females because Casey tried. <laughs> is it Casey is the woman or I think it was Tina fell Tina falls. Tina's a straight-laced goody two-shoes. Yes, that's right. And then Spider helps her up. Yes. Okay. And they run her away. And then Trash tries to run. But she she also ha- is uh, affected horribly by gravity and falls into a six-foot-deep puddle. Right. And so she splashes well, she slipped, around. She slipped on one of her leg warmers. I thought what was happening here was a mud wrestling show was about to start. That would have been hot. Yeah. Uh, but no, what happened? Well, she gets her her worst fear happens, Griff, because a bunch of dead old guys with little dicks swinging around, yeah. balls down to their knees, and yeah, they just started chomping on her. Little old Bukaki, I never got about zombie shit. They're so hungry, so hungry, and then when they get a person, they take one bite. One like, bite. They're like they're like a chick on a first date. They take that one fucking bite, and then they're like, oh no, I don't. That's I'm full. I don't want anything. It's like. Come on. You're, like, willing to kill for this. And he's like, that's enough for me. I don't I, need any more. Yeah, yeah. And on top of it, they don't need any of her brains. They're, I heard the tits were so great. They were just like, I got to jump on these. So that's what they did. Like, give me, a, give me that prosthetic vagina. That was a fine <laughs> directorial And they don't choice. even do that because you notice she doesn't have any. She looks perfectly fine when she comes back. She, she does not have a single bite in her. I don't know. I guess they just groped her to death. I don't know what was going on. Maybe that was it. It was just that wasn't. They weren't even zombies. They were just dirty old men. <laughs> they groped her and she drowned in that pool. Maybe. That's what I think would happen. All right, we've had enough fun. So she ha- trash has been uh, murdered. Taken to the dump. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but we're gonna go back to the crematorium, and uh, yeah, we actually got a banging at their door because this is like a house. Uh, a, it's like a church, it's a funeral. yeah, it's a whole funeral home with the crematorium built into it and everything. So they got a banging at the door, and it's Spider, Tina, and Scuzz, and they're begging to be right, let. They in. get separated. Yeah. Chuck and uh, Casey take off for the Unita again. Yes, and so they're like, "Yo, let us in, motherfucker!" And then Ernie lets him in because he's, he's even though he's a Nazi, he's, I, I think he said Spider can't go can come in. But then they're like, he just barged his way in. It's yeah, like, I don't I, care. I, I think that's what I saw happen as well. So the EMTs, they're like, look, I don't know what's going on. This, you, you're, you're technically dead, yeah. but that's, that's ridiculous because you're conscious. We don't, we're going we're gonna to go get some more equipment. They pulled like a Columbo. They're like, uh, my, my boss has told me I need to call this one in, so we're going to go call it in real quick. So they head out into, into the night to, uh, yeah, call, call it in. And, uh, well, that's where they get Murray, from. this is not a good idea for them. Well, they didn't expect uh, the dead to come back to life. True. And so, yes, they're just attacked by a gang of, of uh, zombies. Yeah, they get eaten. Their brains are eaten. 
And one of them, you'll you'll like this one. Well, we won't really wrap around to what he gets up to for a little while here, but you will notice later he does not take one bite. He is going to town on that one EMT guy. We'll get back to him in a minute here, but <laughs> that's that's something that happens. But Casey, yeah, the, Casey and uh, Chuck head into and I think like supplies. does does Bert see this? Do they see these guys getting chomped on, or was it the next group that come? It was, Are they aware? I'm pretty sure it was the next group. Okay. So, yeah, and so uh, Chuck and Casey, they go back to Unita, and they're 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 looking for a phone in the office, and yep. just as they're about to call, a zombie just bursts through the window. Yep. So they got to take off from there. Yep, they go, like, lock themselves in some closet yeah. in there. And then Ernie, he gets up the balls. He's like, I'm going to go out to that ambulance. But he gets, like, two steps outside, Sees the uh, the zombie snacking on the EMT, and this is the zombie I was talking about. He's still just eating. Uh, uh, the... well, I thought you were talking about it was so gross. It was a midget zombie. Oh, no, Murray. And it was, like, flopping around. Oh, that's right. Doesn't that chase Ernie back in? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I forgot. That, I would just be scared if a midget chased me, let alone a zombie. <laughs> oh, that's and so funny. I think, I think Ernie even shoots it, and it doesn't does affect it. Yep, so he... zero effect. So we're like, holy fuck. But I think this is where the one zombie starts to hear the ambulance radio, he the does. dispatch. And so he gets up and says, brains or something? No, he goes, send more paramedics. Oh, that's what he says. Because they're intelligent zombies. That's why these zombies are fucking scary as shit. You can't kill them. Yep. They're intelligent and they can run. Yep. They'll only eat one spoonful of your brains, but that's enough to kill you. That's enough. So the the crew inside of the church mausoleum uh, there's windows everywhere. Every, oh yeah, everywhere. so they're like, we got to board these off. I don't know. Apparently, it's it's a, it's a mortuary, funeral home, Crematorium. and uh uh best uh, no, <laughs> a fucking Home Depot because they have shitloads of Dude, plywood. Yeah, what was that? Like I could see if they were nailing like doors, like in, interior doors over the windows. Yeah, but no, it's like plywood. It was plywood. They were stacked up. So, Just for these occasions. Oh, shit. That was I, the first yawn. <laughs> I guess uh, fucking Ernie was going to add an addition to the funeral home. I don't know. Maybe that was it. So uh, during this, you know, you got zombies banging through the windows and everything. They're hitting them with hammers. But, of course, it has very little effect. Their limbs don't even fall off. They're Their not limbs, selling it at all. They There's are no, no selling, selling like all this shit. So we got a lot of these scenes of just hammering windows. So and the shit. punks are like, go up to Bert. What the fuck is going on? Well, you see, you know, I, I, I don't. This is what I'm hearing. This is what people are telling me. <laughs> the dead came back to life. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I'm. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. They're going to go away. They're just going to go away. <laughs> wait, if we just wait out till the morning, they will. Leave. They do not like heat. They don't. Zombies do not like heat. They'll just heat. Go Kills zombies. Or unless you have some bleach hanging around. Maybe that'll work, too. So Tina, she finally meets up with Freddy, and they got him in the, the embalming room. Oh, and, yeah. He's not in good shape. And he's like, oh, the pain. They uh, start to take his shirt off, and he's just, like, purple and bruised. It looks just like that body with rigor mortis they were Well, no, on. yeah. Ernie's like, well, that's, that's blood pooling. His blood's not even flowing anymore. It's just pooling in the bottom of his body. And he's like, what's going on? And he's like, uh, you're dead. You're No! <laughs> he's a perfect Paul. No! 
And as he shrieks out that no, another ambulance is heard in the uh, in the distance, and it's like, oh, what? What? So paramedics get out, and they're like, they're screaming from the one window in the door, get away, get away! <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, they notice their friends get brains are leaking out, yeah, and they get attacked. Yup. So it's just like, holy shit! And then a fucking window breaks somewhere. So like, fuck! Now we gotta go check on this. And apparently Scuzz was the first one there because, yeah, one of those zombies gets a hold of him. And don't yeah. they pull them out? Yeah. It's like a – why are – this is my beef with zombies. One, their skulls are like eggshells, but their teeth are like titanium. Yes. They can bite through any – if, if even you tried, do you think you could bite through, like, my pants, like these jeans? you bite through them, like, into the flesh? No. But a zombie could. I think if I tried real hard. No, I think you could. Okay. Maybe if you're a zombie. On top of it, this desiccated, zombified corpse pulls Scuzz through the window, yep. chomps into his brain. Yep. They grab Scuzz. It rips the zombie in half, so her top half comes with Scuzz. That's right. That's right. Strong as fuck teeth. Terrible right. torso. <laughs> yeah. And, right. uh, and like Ernie being the sick, he probably worked for the Mengala. He's like, I want to experiment on that. We got to get that thing. Yeah. Leave, leave Scuzz. Who cares? He's a goner. So and again, we still don't know 100% about the rules yet if they reanimate. So it's right. like, wait, you're going to leave a zombie? <laughs> fresh bit Well, zombie? that's what I'm thinking. I'm going by the Night of Living Dead rules yeah. at this point. So I'm like, what the? Why are they? That's what I'm waiting for. Even in the second uh, watch. But, but no, it's not. It. It's You got to be exposed. I guess you have to have. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, everybody was exposed to the rain, but I guess you got to really be soaked, a good yeah. soaking rain. Our excuse for something that's about to happen here was she was naked. Yes. So they take uh, the zombie they brought in, yep, put her on the table in the uh, bombing room, pin her down, and Ernie's like, he's like giving her the once over. He's like, why, why do you eat? Why do you like brains? He's like, brains, brains. And we learn that you believe in, you're not going to believe this. Being dead's painful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Painful. And the only thing that can help him is eating brains. I don't know why. Uh, but she, uh-huh. she's like, brains are the only thing that keep the pain away. So you kind of feel sympathetic for these zombies. A little bit, yeah. So Bert, he's just like, well, I mean, the only thing we know that works is burning them. So how are we going to burn all of these bastards? It's like, it's just, it's just not possible. Just can't do it. So it, it, it's hopeless. It's, it's looking hopeless, hopeless yeah. man. So speaking of, we were just talking about her a second ago. We get a nice little shot. We see this like body covered in mud, and then it gets up. We see this great pair of tits. We're like, that's trash. I could recognize those tits in that vagina prosthetic anywhere. <laughs> trash comes back. That stayed. They didn't go anywhere near that. <laughs> and I just can't get over the fact that they saw her bush, and they're like, we can't do it. <laughs> Shave it. We can't do that. <laughs> Oh, 85. And so she's a zombie now, guys. She's like a, a hot zombie, zombie queen. but a zombie all the same. Yeah. And she just happens to stumble. There's a hobo who was played by a guy who, uh, I don't remember his name, but he did a lot of the design work for the zombies and shit. And uh, she just chomps on him. Yeah. Gets him in that brain, but it's, it's hobo brain. Who cares? All right. So, Murray, we got a little bit of filler going on here because now the dispatch crew for the EMT, they're like, two of our crews are missing. They haven't reported back in. So they're like, well, we better start sending some cop cars over there. Uh, Casey and Chuck still alive, hanging out over in the uh, You Need a Medical Supplies, uh, wherever they locked themselves in. 
Uh, and now we'll get we back get to... get a little... They get... Like, now that they know they're going to die, they're kind of like, you know, she's... He's like... What the, you know, he's like, I can't believe I'm going to die with you! You fucking loser! Why couldn't I have died with suicide? Poor suicide. Our boys decide to lock Frank and Fred in the chapel. They're like... Yeah. These guys, they're, they, they might be like... Never mind Scuzz. They, they're fine with Scuzz. They don't know what the fuck's going on with Scuzz. This is true. I don't, now, that I, now that we're saying it out loud, I don't know if I really care for this part about the logic. They somehow figure out they need to lock them somewhere up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it makes sense because they're conscious, so they at least know that they're, they're, they know they're dead. Well, see, here's the, this is why I'm getting back to what I alluded to earlier. You know why the cadaver went for Bert? Because those guys were already dead, and zombies can—they don't—they don't attack the fellow dead. So that's why. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, and that's also why the tar man didn't attack them when they were knocked out. Yes. So they've always been dead. Holy shit! Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going along with it. But they do figure, you know, for our safety, we're going to lock the boys up in the chapel. And uh, we get a nice shot of those cops coming up to investigate. Real funny couple, to get out. A couple of black and whites. Yep, a couple black and whites. Immediately decimated by a gang. It looks yeah. like fucking Portland. And <laughs> fucking they get on the mic, call more pigs. You know, he's like, I'm like... So they're going to, you know, it's, just, it's just endless. Like, this brilliant plan by these zombies. They don't even have to... They're just, Dining in. There's yeah. ordering in. All these punks are being outsmarted by dead people. So uh, Bert, and, Bert, Ern, and Spider are all trying. They're like, you know, they're they're at the end, end's wits here. They're trying to figure out what do we or do. Or their wits ends. Or their wits ends. <laughs> do we or make. Ends wits. <laughs> <laughs> we got another episode to do later, too. Pray for us. Oh, pray for us. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, so they're <laughs> like, what the fuck are we going to do? Ernie's like, well, I. I wonder if this because we, 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 we two of the characters are Bert and Ernie, and then the the uh, scriptwriter said he had no idea, which I believe him because he's an old guy, probably never yeah, seen probably. But here's do you think what about this? Ernie's thing is hiding the, hide in the attic. Yeah, he knew. A la, you know, yeah. And Frank kind of thing. I I didn't realize he was a Nazi, and yesterday when yeah. when I was watching, and he was like, "Let's hide in the attic." I was like, "Oh boy." Yes, yeah, so his thing is that, and like fucking Spider being like the I guess the one smart guy's like. I ain't fucking locking them in a goddamn attic. It's like you're trapping ourselves. Yeah. What the fuck? Because we learned apparently zombies can smell brains on top of it. That's true, yeah. So like a brain hound. Ernie and... reveals that he's got some kind of super acid. <laughs> yeah, this will get you fucked up. I also have some acid that burns shit. Oh, yeah. But I don't have enough. I just have this one vial of it. Just that one vial. So Tina, she decided to stay in the chapel with Freddy. She's yeah. like, I love some man. I'm going to marry. It's like. You know, it's teenage love. You you know, you think you're going to be with this person the rest of your life. Yeah. And she might be because she's going to die soon. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, she's still in there with the zombie. And then eventually Freddy just dies. And he, he completely dies. Yeah. He becomes he, a zombie. And then he starts talking like he, like Freddy early in the movie. He's turned into a zombie. He gets like his clear thought, you know, clairvoyance back and everything. And he's just like, man, I never realized how beautiful brain is i'm gonna eat it and, and, like, brains! and then he's like chasing her around the chapel 
The boys hear it. They burst in. Ernie goes, chance flashes some acid and holy water, man. While that's going on, uh, Fred just sneaks out behind while everything's going on. He takes off. He I, apparently he's the only he's the only zombie with a conscience because apparently. he still has his 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 ends of wits, as you would say, about him. <laughs> ends of wits, and he just takes <laughs> off. And they get Tina out and they, they relock. Uh, uh, Freddie back in. His eyes are burnt away. He's yeah, blind. so he cannot see anymore. I love this. Is about the part I love. The spider starts fucking loses his shit. <laughs> and then Ernie just paintbrushes the fuck out of him. He's like, tsh, tsh, get your shit together, man. <laughs> of course he hit him because he was black. Because you know Ernie's a Nazi. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, this is also when we reveal that Ern somehow got injured. Yeah, somehow. Because they were boarding up one yeah, of the doors. I yeah, but I don't know how he twisted his ankle. He but just, he like, turns around, and his foot's all <laughs> fucked up now. And he pulls off. He's got, like, a softball under his foot, you know, or coming <laughs> off his foot. He's got some crazy, huge, gnarly wound. So he's thing. like, guys, I'm fucked. I, I guess I'm going to be doing the attic thing because I can't escape. Because, yeah. like, because Bert and Spider decide, hey, that cop car, the keys are still, still running. Yeah. We'll, we'll make a run for it. We can all do it. And, like, Ernie's like, I can't do it. I, I think can't. their plan was to get the car, bring it back, and yeah, then they were going to jump That was the plan. Yeah. And he's like, I'll cover you with my gun. And while that's going on, Freddie breaks out of the chapel. So he's loose. So uh, Bird and Spider, they, they get get out. They're Driving karate around. chopping yeah. everybody. They get in the <laughs> fucking car. <laughs> Classic Bert. Drives up to it. He's like, there's too many. We got to get out of here. <laughs> yes. Takes off. And, like, it, like, their car that's what was. I love because, like, the, the, the society, society would say, like, the punk rocks are the scumbags. And that Bert is this upstanding citizen. Spider's like, no, this is my fucking friends. We need to go fucking yeah, back. Bert, and Bert's like, there's too many. I'm sorry. Bert, there's at least 12. Uh, Spider's, no. like, grabbing the wheel and everything. But, uh, yeah, and eventually Bert gets control, backs him up. Starts taking off. They have to go through like this windy tree path to get out to where the warehouse. Th- like this whole city makes a uh, little area makes very little sense. But he gets uh he makes a hard right at Albuquerque, and he runs right into the. You need a medical supply. Right into it, literally. Literally, and right of into course it. we know if you've watched any movie, if a car is in any accident, it immediately bursts into flames. <laughs> it's got to burst into flames. So <laughs> bursts into flames, but th- doesn't burn like you need it at all. That's what I liked about it. It bursts into the the building. Car blows up. Building doesn't. Well, those were very fine bricks. There's a perfect, asbestos. perfect wall. So they just run into the fucking you need a warehouse. Yep. Meet up with Casey and Chuck. And they're like, Bert's like, I got to make a phone call. He's like, the fucking office, there's a zombie in there. We can't do that. Yeah. All and, kinds of trouble happening in there. And so they're like, I don't know. We, we got to There's There's a fucking one in the basement. We'll do that. Cut to Frank. What's Frank been doing? Frank, we know he knows how to operate a, a, a cream crematorium. It's not crematorium. <laughs> I don't know what they call cremation machine. Cremation machine. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's like, I can operate that, and I couldn't live with myself if I ate someone's brain. So I'm gonna just ice myself. Yep. So he does a nice, sweet movie. Takes off his wedding ring, yep. puts it on the button, and incinerates himself. So everything. This is our all is all hell's uh, cutting loose here. And then we have a dozen cops arrive, and they're, like, getting out of their cars, and they get fucking just stomped by zombies immediately and murdered one bite, and they spit mm-hmm. it out. Oh, that's gross. I don't like this brain. 
So his oh. brain tastes racist. <laughs> and so Bert is like, I'm, I'm fucking done with this, kids. Right. Well, you said there was some kind of slippy zombie down there? Yeah. And he, and he can climb a step. It ain't no boring walking dead no. zombie. He's like, fuck that. No. Get him up here. Get, Get me him. that Louisville slugger. We're in Get, Louisville. We are in Louisville. And so he's, I'm going to hit this motherfucker's head right off. Get his head off. And he does. He lives up to his works. He does. He opens up brains. And he goes, bat. And bashes fucking Tarman's head off. Goes Dude, flying. It's fucking great. They it's... run down to the basement. They call the cops. Cops are like, what's going on there, man? We're like not hearing back from these people. He's like, there's people are Bert always covering. He didn't say zombies. Like yep. people on some kind of P2P, some some kind of newfangled street drug. No, he They're said going- Antifa. He said Antifa's outside <laughs> killing cops. And the cops are like, we're there. We're sending yeah. the SWAT team. Uh, man. Uh, uh, ma'am, hold on. Yeah, I hear them shouting A cab, A cab. They're shouting. They're ch- chanting it out loud right now. They've got milkshakes. They're throwing at people. It's it's devastating. It's, it's the worst. And they're like, we're gonna send our whole police force. Murray, I need you to wrap up something for me. Fred, not Fred, Ernie and Tina, they have climbed into the attic. Right. Freddy is fucking grasping for them. He's trying right. to get He's to them. He's smelling that brain. He's smelling that brain. He found the ladder they had to kick over to get to it. These are very high. These are smarter than uh, your average uh, Trump rally people. They're <laughs> just like... They're, they're just, they just know how to use tools. They, so you're saying when a zombie gets... I'm just saying Freddy would wear a mask. Even as a zombie. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, so Tina is up in the attic with Ernie, who's ca- kind of holding her from behind. Right. And just comforting her. Nothing weird. And, uh, but well, yeah, he cupped her breasts. He, okay, he cupped her breasts once. Uh, but yeah, he pulls out that Luger, and he's like fingering it. He's like getting ready to... He's like putting in his mouth, <laughs> sucking on it. And we're like, what's going on here? Jesus Christ. And then he's like, then you see, oh no, he's not, this isn't a weird sex thing. Well, it is a weird sex thing, but also <laughs> he he's like contemplating, like I might have to kill her and her myself because <laughs> I don't want this to happen to her. Even though it, it probably will. I don't know. Because she might have been exposed to enough of that rain yeah. that she's going to come back. But, we don't, they, but that's the thing. They don't know any of these rules that we know. Right. So, so we, yes, we got all we got everything set up. Yep, they're in the attic. Other guys in Unita. Cops are barricaded the area. The little industrial park off. Yep, and then you got Bert. He makes one more call because he notices a number on the capsule. He finally finally notices the number. So he hits them up. Gets uh gets jumped around by f- from a few different military numbers until he finally reaches Glover. Very calm, cool, and Danny Glover? Danny Glover wakes up. He's like, I was just dreaming up Lethal Weapon 8. Got the nice little monogram PJs on. I liked it. And like, he hears, like, yes, mm-hmm, right, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, right, writing shit down. And then he goes to his little, like, uh, computer nook, opens up the cabinet doors. Well, they're, 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 he asked one interesting question, because Glover uh, asked him, like, uh, a few different questions. But one of them was... Eggs hatching. The Easter eggs are hatching. Oh, okay. Because Easter eggs, we're looking for them. Resurrection. Oh, no. capsule. Yeah. I thought it was like a Jesus thing. <laughs> no. And like, uh-huh, like, what's the square footage? Oh, I could, I could, I'd like to buy that place. No, wait. <laughs> 
okay, so they're getting there, like, because they're like, how many are there? So Bert tells him everything. He's like, there's fucking hundreds of these fucking zombies. Like, uh, uh, I hear you. All right, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna patch you in with this other guy. Hang on, stay on the line. I'll get back with you. We're going to get you two tickets to go see Stain this weekend. Did you know they flipped? <laughs> They're no longer liberal. They're conservative. They're great now. Right. And so <laughs> he talk, calls up this young kid. He's, uh, I think he's in Denver. And they're like, yes, sir. What are the codes, sir? And he's getting, he's, got, he's like a howitzer. It was weird. Like, yeah, I don't think something, I don't, I don't think a thing that size could make something go all the way to Louisville. Then again, I don't know. The, I don't know geography because I'm a. I went to a dumb public American public school. That's right. So maybe it's a lot closer than I think. And so they launched this fucking. I guess like a nuke. It a had a nuke. nuke logo on it. So why not? And it destroys that entire area. We see. We get a flat. We see everybody like right before they die. We see Bird on the phone, still talking, ordering a pizza. No, they're they're. <laughs> it's great because they're like. What's that noise? As we all know, nukes whistle. But yeah, I like that they do a freeze frame the second before the bomb hits. We see Freddy bursting through the attic. Yep. We get one last tit shot of Linnea Quigley. And then boom. And it just... And, man, the, the fucking... The army, the the howitzer thing, it was such an awful like model kid. It didn't, it, like, yeah. They couldn't get like some stock footage or just something shooting. Yeah, and yeah, it just blows the fucking thing. It, it, another downer ending. Two weeks in a row, Griff. Dude. All our, everyone in the movie dies. I didn't even realize that. That's two weeks in a row with a downer. Well, that's what horror should be. And it's even better because it, it gives uh, kind of this American spirit of well. A bomb fixed it again. Remember when we started nuking uh, hurricanes? That fixed everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just nuked this problem. But no, Murray. They're like, there's some small fires out there, but it's okay because uh, there's some rain yeah, coming in. Rain. And it'll just. And then we're thinking, uh-oh, rain? What started with, this whole It rhymes with brain. Yeah. And, yeah, and then we just see that green rain going down. And, like, it's like, I should have done the Green New Deal. <laughs> Too late. And then the fucking zombie. It's the. Uh, it's funny because uh, even though this is one of the most like like iconic shots from the movie, the guy who did the special effects was like, "Ugh!" I thought that was a test thing because it is pretty awful. This like skeleton pops up, yeah. and his eyes, and he hates it, and cringes at it when he sees it. But mm. and then we cut into, "Do you want a party?" Which we opened our show with. Damn, I. Yeah, I think I want a party. It's party time. Yeah. Little uh, the the uh, party time the song, which is done by a band called we opened up with uh, local guys Acid Witches cover of it because they did a EP where they covered uh, heavy metal horror movie songs and this was one of them. Nice, but the original I think Forty Five Grave was the band originally. The songs the lyrics were about a five year old being uh, sexually assaulted and killed. Jesus Christ! So if, that's a little fun fact for you. And they changed it to fit the lyrics of this movie, you know, about acid rain and all that shit. Okay. So, if, you know, just think about that when you're, like, you're rocking out to the song Party Time, what it's really about. I'll, uh, I'll consider that. Griff. Murray. Next week is Halloween. Already? Yes. Well, not us. We're fucking recording days before. But for our listeners, next week is Halloween, and 
I feel like we got to end it on a Halloween movie. A Devil's Night movie. Because we're Detroit, and we love Devil's Night. We love burning houses down. And we need to celebrate with Detroit's favorite superhero, not named RoboCop. I'm talking about the crow. Oh, fuck. I got a scalding hot take on this movie that, pun intended, might ruffle some feathers. Yeah. And so it's only an hour 40, Griff, so it won't be that bad. Murray, I I tried to watch this movie 10 plus years ago. I got 10 minutes into it, and I said, It's rough. Nope. But... It, we, I think we owe it's it's one of the few Detroit superheroes. I it's think true. we owe it, and it's a nice transition back into action from Schlock to Ober. You know what? You're right about that. So yes, I agree. I I saw this movie one time, 25 years, whenever it came out, and I've never yeah. seen it again. Never had interest in seeing it again. No, Brandon Lee needs to have Dolph there with his huge dick to carry him. If only his dick had come back to life. <laughs> so I. That's we did a oh God, we did a horrible job of selling the fucking like ultimate fucking Schlocktober movie. Hey guys, this movie sucks. We don't want to watch it. <laughs> I don't know why we're picking it, but we think you guys will like it. No, we're gonna get hyped for this. We're t- I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this episode. We're just tired. We tired. have had a. We've done nothing all day. Yet we're tired. That's what I don't get. Exhausting. We, just, we went to see a movie. Yeah. Probably have COVID. Doing things we probably have world. COVID. We've got fucking COVID. Immediately. This might be you owe it to us to listen to the, the, the crow because that might be our last move our last episode ever. Because <laughs> we might be dying of COVID as we speak. <sighs> so think about that. You owe us. And while you're thinking about that, see you next week. Keep it warm. <laughs>